Guy Havelts and Andrew Savile with us, eight minutes past eight. Morning, lads. Good morning. Morning, morning. So you're at the big awards. We'll talk about those in a moment. Sav, what did you make of the game? Yep. And you'll be aware of the fallout here and too many rules in the game and it wasn't a spectacle, etc., etc. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, <coughs> excuse me, bottom line is it wasn't a great advertisement for rugby, however, full of drama, full of intensity, enthralling sort of game given the closeness of the scoreboard and given the cards and the controversial decisions and debatable decisions. Um, if you wanted a grand final with a bit of everything, it certainly had most of everything apart from that All Blacks win. They, they'll be kicking themselves. I've spoken to Artie Savia about half an hour ago at the, these awards. My general feeling is they're kicking themselves after playing with 14 men for most of the game. They should have won the game. Yeah, exactly. Having said that, does Artie Savia, does it make his day any better having lost a final and winning potentially the best player in the world award? Oh, I think he'd take a win in the World Cup final any day over yeah. an individual uh, recognition. He played extremely well in that final, um, as did another nominee, Mark Talaya, who's up for Newcomer of the Year. But uh, no, no, I I'd, I'd, uh, can definitely assure you that Artie Savia would take a World Cup final over an individual award. Same with Foster? Yep, yep. No, he, he, I would imagine Springbok coach Jack Nineveh will win. Uh, coach of the year now. Um, yeah, having said that, how are they done? I mean, were they not decided until the final and therefore if it's the final, you win the final, you must win well, the award? Yes. Or... I, I, I think team and coach of the year decided after the final. Right. Mm. Well, then the team is, team is the team that won the World <laughs> Cup, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> kind of it's the end of the contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. What do you make of it, um, Guy? Um, oh, look, the, the All Blacks had their opportunities to win, didn't they? And they probably should have taken them. Um, it wasn't a great game, as Sav said. Uh, I struggled with the officiating, I've, I've got to be honest. I, I thought there were some bizarre decisions, both from Barnes and, and from the TMO. Um, a couple for me that really stood out, um, the going back to the try that was disallowed, going back to Artie Savia's knock-on, which was a knock-on, that's fine. But then a penalty kick um, that... You know the the Springboks land, which is essentially the difference between the two teams. Barnes pretty much admits that um, it wasn't the right call and that Savia was penalised incorrectly. Well, if you can go back for one yeah. and change the call there, why can't you go back for the other one? And then the the uh, no the even Etzebeth rather um, uh, lazy running, I'll call it, because that's what Andre Watson, the South African referee, used to call it. The All Blacks had a had a four man overlap there. Hundred percent, he got it. Got and the probably way. a good chart. Yeah, that should have been a yellow card. Crowd that was saw a penalty. It. Should have been a yellow card. Um, so just some discrepancies there that you know if the TMO mm. can rule on one thing, why can't they rule on the others? How flat are the team, Sav? Right after the game, and from what you've experienced with them in the last um, you know few hours, how how flat are they? Are they devastated yeah, or a bit they, depressed or what? They are devastated. Absolutely uh, devastated. Again, talking to Artie about half an hour ago, he had tears in his eyes. Um, few of the guys after the game I spoke to, very emotional. Jason Ryan, the assistant coach, tears in the eyes. Uh, been a tough day around their team hotel. They fly out uh, Monday, uh, tomorrow, uh, Paris time, and they, they land uh, in New Zealand back on Wednesday morning. But, yeah, very, very hard to take. I think, Mike, because, again, they were down to 14. They played so well yeah. to stay in the contest and then had their chances. If, yeah. they, if they went down to 14 men and got flogged by 30, you'd probably accept that easy. Sure. Yeah, I reckon, I was thinking about it yesterday, I'd rather lose by a couple of tries 
and they go, they were too good on the day, or you weren't up for it, or whatever. Yeah. But but yeah. but that but 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 my overarching thing, because I'm not a guy as close to it as maybe you guys are, but but I just want to be entertained. You know, sport is about entertainment. It's about spectacle. It's about memories. It's about knowing you were there in a moment. And and there was none of that. It was just this. And th- and that's where that Irish quarterfinal took the hundred percent. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was a game. It will only this game will only be really remembered because it was a one point close game. It wasn't it wasn't a great game. It wasn't a spectacle. It was only close, and that was probably its only redeeming feature. I I, I felt I actually felt a little bit emotional for for Ian Foster and Sam Kane after that final whistle. Those two particularly yesterday, um, you know, two guys who have been through the absolute ringer, and particularly Kane with that red card. Yes, it was a red card, but that is a split second decision to try and lower his body. Yeah. Um, and you could just see how absolutely devastated he was because he knew that that was probably not the thing that cost them the game, but certainly yeah. put them behind in the game. As a two- he, he, he and the pre- uh, Sam Kane on the press conference, which was about half an hour after full time last night, the, the colour had just drained from yeah. his face. And I saw Richie McCaw a moment ago, and I said to Richie, I said, gee, that reminded me of you in the 2007 press conference <laughs> after that quarterfinal in Cardiff. And he said, I know, mate. Uh, I just feel so bad for Sam Kane. Real cheer, Jim. Yeah, well, there, Seth. yeah thanks for <laughs> thanks for reminding me. But um, uh, as as the, I was talking to him as the South African team walked past with Khaleesi holding the World Cup, which didn't help. Um, but no, no. You've, I mean, you've got a feel for Kane. Yes, a split second is. Yeah, yeah, the guys, the players know these days. You cannot. You've just got to lower that tackle height. But this is a game played at tremendous pace. Exactly. And and milliseconds can 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 ruin a game and and have a major impact on a player's career. Sab, just to wrap this up quickly, the expansion of the tournament next time around, so more team, shorter tournament, and the idea of this north-south thing. Do you like either of those ideas? Uh, I don't know about expansion. I think think world rugby needs to focus on countries where where rugby is actually popular, like Tonga and Samoa and Fiji, before they start expanding into Lithuania and Albania and even America. I mean, America's been trying to get into rugby for 100 years and it's never worked and no. probably won't. No. Um, but just to hear this dude tonight, I mean, world rugby officials are walking around patting themselves on the back. They've made a lot of money out of this event. The French promised a lot of money to them uh, out of this out of this tournament, but they've got major issues. Don't know if this Nations League will help overall. Yes, it will pump more money into Tier 1 nations, but they've got issues with the officiating. They've got a few issue with, issues with the rules. The TMO, I remember years ago, the TMO was only ruled to uh, was only used to rule on tries. Now they seem to rule yeah. on everything, including yeah. the bloody cut of the referee's short. So they've got to sort <laughs> that out. And the other, the other issue, Mike, here is that if it wasn't for teams like the All Blacks, Ireland and France to a degree, um, who try to actually play rugby rather than feign injury or uh, uh, try to uh, uh, squeeze cynical penalties out of referees, yeah. the game's going nowhere. Couldn't agree have more. You, um, what, have, you, have you done a hosking and, and gone to, to the number one store to get some, some decent... Threads for tonight, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, good question. Good question. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, I had a chat. Not, not wanting to name drop again, but I had a chat to Dan Carter before, and I said, mate, on the red carpet, I said, well, what are you wearing tonight, Dan? Expecting to say Louis Vuitton or hoo ha, hoo ha, French something or other, and he said, I'm wearing a suit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you can take the boy out of Southbridge, and I said to him, well. You're looking better than I am. I bought a suit jacket from New Zealand three weeks ago and it doesn't bloody fit me anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there's... Has, has the health gone to rack and ruin, Sam? Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> not even a pause. I had a couple of salads the other day because I think I developed, starting to develop scurvy off all the pastry I'd eaten. So, not great. Yeah, well, fair. Hey, um, you know, I take, I take, you've seen, have you seen the cricket guy? Are you watching this? Just update us on this. Uh, Alders was saying earlier on, just sensational overnight. Uh, what, England? England being bowled out for 120-odd have only won one game at this tournament, the defending champions. That's, that's I would never have picked that. That's, that's unreal. Um, and the Black Caps, the game against Australia, I mean, I don't think anyone would have given them a chance to get within five runs of the Aussies after what happened with the with the, their batting and our bowling display, New Zealand's bowling display. Um, look, they're still going along nicely, and and, um, and it should mean that one win will now get them into the semi-finals. And as we've seen with this Black Caps team, when they get into the semi-finals, mm. they are capable of winning those knockout games. So I wouldn't rule them out. And do we look good? Do we look into the semi-finals and look good with it? Uh, look, it is going. India, South Africa, and Australia will be the other three teams in the semi-finals. And all three of them are probably looking a cut above the Black Caps at the moment. Um, but the Black Caps are looking good enough that they can go in there with, with some confidence. I think the batting has gone pretty well. Rajan Ravindra has been the sensation of this tournament from a New Zealand point of view. Their bowling has to be better. I think that's the big thing. Their bowling has to be better for them to be a chance of, of winning the semi-final and, and possibly even winning mm. the tournament if they get that chance. Do you see any of the boxing over the weekend, by the way? I did not. No, I didn't know. Parker looks good. I don't know who Simon Keane is, and it doesn't really matter, but but he looked good. Fury didn't look good. He looked fat and old and underprepared. But um, Joseph, it was good to see Joseph Parker actually knock somebody yeah, up. Yeah, that's what he's got to do. He's got to, he's got to go in and perform and slowly lift his way, um, yeah. way back up. Yeah, what, what's yeah, your assessment, yeah. Seb, just quickly? I know we talked about it last week, but, I mean, the, the coverage of the World Cup in that part of the world that's obsessed with soccer and football, etc. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Has, has it penetrated in that sense or not really? No, I think, I, look, I've only been in Paris, so I can only speak from a Parisian point of view, but I think when, it, the, when the, the pool games were in Lyon and Toulouse and um, um, uh, Nice and, and, and cities like that, it did go off. But in Paris, large sections of the city, you wouldn't even know there's a Rugby World Cup on. It's, it, is, it is pretty much a football town. Um, but in saying that, the atmosphere at Stade de France is like yeah. nothing on earth, really. That Irish quarter final. And, and even the, the the final last night, the atmosphere—it's a—it's a superb venue, um, and and great great atmosphere. But overall, it was a, it was a good World Cup. Uh, from from memory, I think this World Cup originally was it looked a shoe in for Ireland to host it, which would have gone off because once Ireland went out and once the French went out, the the year to a large degree went out of the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's always the way. Do you see the supercars guy by the way yesterday on the Gold Coast? I did not. Oh, you should have seen that. it. Go, go look at the last the, yesterday's race. There were two of them. Saturday's race yesterday. Go look at the end of yesterday's race, and you tell me that's not worthy of some solid coverage tonight, at six o'clock on TV One. I'll go and do my homework. Good on you, mate. Nice to see you travel. What are you on plane tomorrow, Seb? What, what are we doing? We stopping down oh, in no, Singapore no, via of, Emirates. What are we doing? <laughs> I've got a little bit of time in Europe. Oh, here we, here we go. I've got a little bit of time in <laughs> Europe, have I? Listen, did you take the, the leaf out of old... Hey. Guy, did you... What was your one, Guy? You went to some tournament, guy then stayed for nine years for afterwards. Six, guy went for six months That's in right. Europe before working for a week. That's right. So what are you doing? You're just going to gonna backpack around Holland? What are you doing? Red Light District, what are you after? I've got to, I've got to try and find that shop I went into and got my 10-euro hoodie. I need to buy some <laughs> pants, some bigger pants. <laughs> <laughs> Go well, we'll talk we'll talk soon. Andrew Seville, Guy Havel. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.